0: Welcome welcome back to Bright Black Way to Rebel. We shed light and grow. This is the weekly oracle reading for all 12 signs, sun, moon, and ascendant. Remember, this reading is to demonstrate how oracle decks may be used for positive self-development. So you'll want to take a look at all Three, the Sun, Moon, and Ascendant to get a good picture of how you may be able to work through any barriers, become more innovative, and in making your week the best it can be. Click on one of the links below to get a copy of the journals used for this reading, and for a personalized reading, you're going to go to brightblackwood.com and book a reading there. Now, as always, you turn the wheel of fortune in your own life, so you're going to take what resonates from this reading and leave what does not. Let's begin. Cancer. We begin with you and so your card is the sloth and the sloth represents wisdom and you're being encouraged to take a step back this week. You know, just take your time and observe and then apply what you are putting, what you have observed and what you are learning, right? There is no need to rush into anything. Wisdom is the application of knowledge applied in the appropriate manner. And so you're being asked not to rush. You're being asked to just take a step back to dig deep, to be able to find peace and to find insight, you know. And so the the added information that is coming from the book, this we're using this week is the Animal Kin Oracle Deck. And so it says that the slowest moving animal on earth, the sloth, has a clear understanding of what is important and what is not. The sloth makes decisions with intention and is resourceful when it comes to avoiding predators and finding food. Sloths may seem as though they would make an easy target, but they are actually masters of disguise, easily blending in with tree homes and moving very slowly to avoid detection right? And so you are you are being asked to be wise, to be at peace, to not move fast, right? To not rush ahead, but to gain a perspective, to gain a deeper understanding and realizing that sometimes rushing ahead is not, excuse me, that slowing down is not placing you at a disadvantage. It's not a disadvantage to take it slow. Sometimes just taking it slow and pulling back is actually for your protection, right? It's actually um, to your advantage. And this is the week where you get a chance to do that. Leo, you have the P hen. The P hen is about nurturing. And so, you know, Leo, you're often but doing what you need to do, and, and oftentimes you're doing that because you have responsibilities and you realize that it's not just you that you what you're doing is also impacting others. Um, and sometimes we can be spreading ourselves too thin. We're giving over here and we're giving over there, and sometimes we spread ourselves thin. The peahen is coming in to let you know that how you nurture others is also a reflection of how you wish to be nurtured yourself. You're giving out, but you also have to be in a position to receive. The book adds information and it says, much like chickens, the peahen is consistently recognized throughout history as a symbol of motherhood, fertility, harmony, and nourishment. Right, It is reminding you, Leo, to tap into your nurturing spirit and to take the time out for self-nurturing, self-care, rest, and recovery if you find that you're spreading yourself too thin. So you're going to need to pay attention to yourself this week. You're going to need to make sure that you are recuperating and that you are the one refreshing. You can't keep giving here and there, trying to split yourself up to be available to everyone. You have to take some some time out just for you okay? You can't, you, you know, on um, you know, keep giving out of this cup. You have to fill your cup back up sometimes, okay? Virgo, you have the octopus. Now, the octopus is uh, the essence of this is intelligence. And you would think that the octopus would be placed under the sign of water, but it's not. It's not, it is placed under the sign of air. Our thinking and communication skills, it is under the sign of air. Now, the reason for that, I would say, is because as you may be aware, the octopus has several brains, right? I believe they have eight brains. Um, and so all of these brains are working in harmony and working with in alignment with each other to get different things done, and they have different arms, and so they're able to multitask, and they're able to use these thinking skills that they have in different capacities and in different ways to do different things you are uh, however the uh, the you are being asked to do something similar this week and so the the essence of it is not what you know but how you choose to use what you know okay and so the book does say that the that the octopus is extremely resourceful they have a you know they are encouraging us to literally think about creative solutions to our problems, to think in a literal fashion about how to solve issues, how to solve problems, um, you know, how to grab a hold of what we need, how to avoid danger, put ourselves at an advantage, that sort of thing. So the book says that the octopus is known for intelligence, their highly developed problem thinking skills, you know, problem solving skills, They have a unique ability to use tools to achieve goals and can store short and long-term memories, right? And they also have the advantage of being able to swim uh, swiftly, quickly. Right, and so that is what you're being asked to do. You're asked to be develop your problem de- thinking skills this week. You know, problem solving skills to be able to use what you know to your advantage to achieve your goals this week. Think about short term goals. Think about long term goals, um, and how you can implement what you know in each of these categories. How to place yourself at an advantage. When to be able to swim quickly. When to be able to slow down. Meaning, when to advance to do something, and when to pull back, right? How to protect yourself, how to go, um you know, as they as they say, as the song goes, how to know when to hold them, how to know when to fold them and and know when to walk away, right? And so that is what you are being asked to do. There's always something that you are learning Virgo. How you put this to use is what you're being encouraged to do this week and you can do it. Libra, Libra, your card is the orangutan the orangutan is about creation. Now, if you know anything about this particular species, you'll know that many link uh, this as a, a part of an evolutionary co- connection to the humans, meaning that it is a symbol of how far humans have evolved in the creation stage. And so while it takes time, um, we eventually get to where we are, right? In, in terms of creation, in terms of fulfillment of what we are destined to be. And so the the card's essence is really about how fulfillment is found in the process and not in the outcome, how it's found in those little things that we're doing along the way. And so you are being encouraged to look at what you are doing along the way and not to think about the destination, but to think about the process that gets you to where you need to be. Now, the book does indicate that um, orangutans live the majority of their life in trees and build elaborate nests for resting and safe, safety while they rejuvenate at night and during the day. They have a strong bond with the things around them, but they stay high enough to protect themselves. And so when we mimic this behavior, we find that there is a need for constructing a safe haven just so that we can be ourselves, right? Having a place so that we can both rest and having a place that we can create and having a place to dream, right? These are one of the few animals that have learned how to use the tools around them to solve problems and make their life easier in their journey. So you're being asked to think creatively about your situation and to find new and innovative ways to achieve your goals this week and to do so with ease and grace throughout the process. Scorpio, your card is the butterfly, and the butterfly is. Change that is the key word. Change now it is often said that the butterfly is recognized as a messenger sent from those who've crossed over from the spirit world, right? So it's like it's like someone sending us a message, and when we see it, we take this message and it's like a hello, you know, it reminds us that there's beauty in the world, there's tranquility, there's peacefulness, and there's beauty and grace and beautiful things in this life, but often. Oftentimes, people also look to the other side, and instead of focusing on the butterfly, they focus on the caterpillar and the metamorphosis that people have with the caterpillar becoming the butterfly. But when you focus just on the butterfly, you'll realize that the butterfly has already passed the metaphor, the metamorphosis stage, right? They have already gone through the struggle to become who they are. So what is it that they, that they need to focus on now? What is it that the butterfly needs to do? Is the butterfly always talking about, oh, I used to be a caterpillar. You don't understand my struggles. This is what I went through. No, they realize that now they have to focus on, on Where they are in the journey, and that what they are doing right now is just as important as what they just came from, what they just went through, right? And so you are being asked to make that your focus. Every stage in life holds significance in shaping who you are and who you're meant to become. So this week, you're you're being asked to focus on how special uh, the stage that you're in right now, how special that is, how important the learning, what you're learning in, in your current cycle, how important that is. You know, there are things that you're learning that are beneficial to you right now and in the future. You've already gone through some things. Let those things be where they are and just Just be in the now with who you are and be grateful, right? Now, the book says that butterflies navigate using a special sun compass. They see polarized light. This allows them to see and move freely, even in overcast conditions. They use their antenna to to sense wind speed and to smell food, flowers, and other butterflies. You see where they are right now and who they are right now? This is, is important, just as important as who they used to be. So Scorpio, who are you right now? What is it about who you are right now that makes you unique, that that you can use um, in the right now, right? Who you are in this cycle is just as beautiful. There are things about yourself that you are being asked to focus on, to see it's important and the role that it plays in your life, okay? Now, that's that's your challenge for this week, to think about not just the change of who you were, but the change of who you are right now. Sagittarius, your card is the Jabiru. This is a stork. Now, if you know anything about this, this particular bird, you'll know that it is a large bird, a very, some consider it a very imposing bird. And um, when you take a look, some, one unique feature is that they have to kind of gain momentum in taking flight because of their size. So, you know, they have to get a head start, but once they get airborne and they take flight, it is fantastic to see them. One of the things about the uh, the Jabiru is that they are the type that mate for life. You'll see them in the sky by themselves, oftentimes, but they are the, um, they live a nomadic lifestyle, but they are co-parents and they made for life. They know where their home is. Okay. And so the Jabiru, your card is the Jabiru, which is about foundations. It's about aligning priorities that lay the foundation for a well-balanced and peaceful life. Knowing that yes, you can be committed. You you know, you can be, um, independent in certain aspects of your life, but also committed, right, to have a balance between those things and sensing and knowing what your responsibilities are in life, you know. But if you don't really um, stay grounded, if you don't really have a sense of who you really are at the core and what your what your home base is, you can fly off, they can fly off, but what's the point of that? What's your, what's your purpose in flying off if you don't really know where you're going or where you're going back to? Right, So the, just to add to that, the, Jabber, the book says that the Jabberoo shows us that not only do you need to run before you fly, but you also need to consider your priorities and your core focus or purpose in life before you choose to undertake new adventures, right? And so these foundations are crucial to having success in achieving anything that you might be dreaming of. So here you are, Sagittarius, you're being asked to remember why you're doing what you're doing, why you're working hard, what are your goals, why are you working, are you working towards these goals, how are you building it, if you're taking on undertaking any new, new projects or new ventures, how does this work into your overall purpose, you know, and what do you really expect from these new things that might be coming at you, you know, and so if you can appreciate, um, if you can think about about these things you know and think about how this will impact your overall goal right how this impacts your foundation what you're really getting after then you'll be able to appreciate what what you're doing and how new things come into play you'll be able to appreciate that more fully and you'll be able to appreciate the time and the energy that you're investing into these things right and so that's what you're being asked to do this week to remember your foundation remember your why Remember your home base. What's really your goal? What's at the root or at the foundation of what you're doing? Remember, you can, you know, act independently, but also what is at the core of that? You want to be able to fly, but you also want to know what your home base is, right? The thing that makes you feel grounded, grounded, foundation, feeling grounded while you fly, okay? Now uh, we move on to Capricorn. So Capricorn, you are you have the jellyfish and the jellyfish is all about flow, right? Can you surrender to your internal ebb and flow? Are these jellyfish, are they not just fantastic creatures? They they are seemingly passive. They seem so relaxed and graceful in their demeanor, but they have a lot going on, don't they? Um, my goodness, they are utilizing their tentacles and you know they're able to drift, but don't sleep on them, okay? They know how to capture and they know how to consume. So they are very expert at what they do. They know how to use their energy in order to meet their needs. And you know, they are the, the kind that demonstrate to, true mastery of just almost like effort, being effortless in their ability to get things done. You know, they, they, they get so much done with little effort. They have um, minimal effort, maximum gain, right? And so just be in the flow this week. That's what you're being encouraged to do. The book adds that jellyfish teach us the importance of letting go, surrendering, and just rolling with the natural ebb and flow of the tides of our life physically, although consisting of mainly water and having a gelatinous form, the jellyfish are actually empowered and protected by their hydrostatic skeleton. Now, what this does is this um, allows them to absorb oxygen through the water and to receive information that helps to detect predators and prey, right? So they're already using what they're receiving, they're they're using what comes to them naturally in order to protect themselves and place themselves at an advantage, right? So, the jellyfish are the most energy efficient animal on earth. Can you do the same, Capricorn? Can you do the same? So... Um, that's what you're being asked to do to use your energy to just be in the flow whatever comes to you use this to your advantage use this to sustain yourself use this towards the projects that you're trying to you know um, advance use these things to kind of you know look at how you can use minimal effort minimal effort but to have maximum gain, okay? Um, It also says that there is sometimes where they just need to break out from the group and find themselves and just use what they have to, you know, to be beneficial to themselves. And so therein lies the different ebbs and flow in life. You can be part of a group, or you can do act independently. You can use what comes to you. And what, however the circumstance is, you can use to, to, to detect what is needed at the time, be in the flow of that, and then move on. Okay. Next up, we have Aquarius. So Aquarius, you have the peacock and the peacock is all about inspiration. Now, what do you think about Aquarius when you think of the peacock? I would say that they're beautiful colors that they kind of fan open. And when they kind of, if you've ever seen a peacock, um, you know, they fan their their feathers open, but they almost like put it in your face and fan the flames of the feathers. And there's like a dance that they do. Um, but the ones that are most colorful or the male, um, that's just a side note, but that doesn't stop. That doesn't stop the females from doing their thing as well. So the peacocks really have something that they can teach us from their beauty, you know? And and there's just, each of them are so unique in how they, um, how passionate they are, what their dances are. And so peacocks are used as a means or can be symbolic of beauty a passion, inspiration, um, pride, and even intuition, knowing what they need to do in order to get um, favor from the other birds, in order to, you know, master or curry favor or to advance their agenda, right? They know, they kind of feel the room and so they know what skills and talents to perform. And so the peacock and uh, inspiration is the theme of this card. And the book adds to this by saying this, it says the peacock teaches us that it's okay to parade our accomplishment around from time to time, right? And so showcasing your skills, your talents, and the many, many glorious traits that you have, um, and that it's also okay to recognize the right time to do this. And much like the peacock would do to attract the member of the opposite sex or, pro- to, or to protect themselves, the peacock instructs us to never be afraid to present the most flamboyant, fullest, confident, and inspire, inspiring aspects of who we are to those we wish to win over. Okay, and so that's what you're being asked to do this uh, to do this week is to have pride in your accomplishments and in pride in your achievements, um, and that the, doing this is going to inspire a positive change. You know, never feel threatened or criticized to stand up for what you've worked hard for, be proud of who you are and be proud of who you stand for. You know, use these uh these this confidence that you have to inspire not just yourself but to others, right? To get them inspired, to get them on board with some of the things that you'd like to do. So, if there's any projects that you're looking forward to even as a process of healing, you know, as I always say that the healing process is not just for when anything is wrong. Healing, um, doing a weekly healing is also helpful for us to remove any barriers to us accomplishing our goals. And that's why it's good to at least work once a week on um, the healing oracles, like the, you know, help in healing, because what this is doing is removing any obstacles, removing any barriers to us moving ahead. So what can you pat yourself on the back uh, about? About this week, right? What can you say that you have done well and then use this and kind of bring this forward to say to others, look, I'm, I'm really good at this. This is what I can do. This is, is something that I'm really good at. Can you get others, other people on board with your projects this week by tapping into your inspirational side and flaunting your achievements? Of course you can. All right, now, Pisces. So, Pisces, you have the elephant. The elephant is all about compassion. The essence of this card is to let you know to approach all things this week with love, empathy, and understanding, just like the elephant, okay? Now, the elephant is a great symbol of presence, and although they're very large and intimidating physically, they elude peace. They exude this peace and compassion and at everything around them, right? For everything around them. Now, you know, don't threaten them because you will have, you know, something to contend with. They can definitely stand their ground and they are a force to be reckoned with, but it's not, that's not who they are at their core, right? At their core, they're very sociable and they're very family oriented. So what this is saying is that it's going to be important for you this week to think about having compassion and consideration for all people. Stand your ground where you need to, Pisces, but tap into that side that makes that makes for understanding, that makes for empathy, that has compassion for and understanding for other people. Do all things with love. Stand your ground where you need to, but stand your ground with love, okay? And it might be also a little key for you to know that um, for other people, to know that you can be someone that they can consider family, someone that will have their back, right? You're loving when you need to be, but you stand your ground where you need to be as well. You have compassion and you have love. Although you might be a force, don't come at you with any nonsense, okay? You can be understanding and compassionate and loving where you need to be and that's what you want to be there for, right? That's what you want to exude this week. And let Other people know that you're there for them, whether they're related to you or not. You're there for them, right? You're there through the good times and the bad times. You can be the one that they come to for comfort, to have a listening ear, to have empathy. All right. And so we are moving on to Aries. And so Aries, you have the cicada. This is all about cycles. Now, when you think about cycles, what comes to mind? Now, the cicada is really where every experience has its place in shaping your unique voice, right? And so this is the ultimate representation of our cycles of life. It teaches us the importance of every stage that we're in and that every stage is a gift. Even when we're starting off new on something, even when we have moved to the the, um, stage where we are kind of like in that learning stage, and even when we move on to the mastery stage, each stage is important, right? And so the stage is representative of shedding our status, can be representing shedding our status as children, moving on to adulthood, and moving on to independence. All of these things are important. And so the book adds to this by saying that the cicada is our reminder that all stages of our life hold significance. And it is a place where we determine in life where we're meant to lead and that everything we go through is just a phase, right? And so think about the things that you're going through this week. Remember that you're supposed to be where you are right now. This is a stage that you should be embracing, right? And so with each stage comes huge inner and outer lessons. There is something to be learned, whether you're indoors or outdoors, whether you're reflecting inwardly or outwardly, everything is for a purpose. And the stage that you're in this week is to remind you, that to, that to choose life, to choose the cycle, to choose um, to be bigger and better, to choose to advance, to choose to appreciate, to, uh, to choose to learn and to choose to grow moment by moment, right? Appreciate the stage that you're in Aries. All right, now we move on to Taurus. Taurus, you have the parrotfish. This is about authenticity. Oh my goodness, the parrotfish is a fantastic um, fish. It's a very colorful fish and it has much to teach us. It demonstrates power of courage. And uh, in energy, you know, in protecting oneself. And what it is, is it's showing you that it can still be present and it can still show up in situations that might seem um, out of our comfort zone, that might seem maybe risky or might be scary, but... is so long as we're prepared and so long as you are true to yourself that's the theme of this card authenticity you'll be able to hold your own you'll still be protected you'll still be looking you'll still be looked after right because you are true to yourself and you're prepared to be who you truly are regardless of the situation and so because it's a fish it's talking about going through the flow you know navigating the flows of life and so as you navigate through the, the your life this week, uh, Taurus, you can see that in order to lead a life that is full full of color and and beauty, such as the parrotfish, it often you often have to kind of, you know, bring who you are to the forefront. Sometimes you hide who you are, right? That's what this card is indicating, that there might be moments throughout the week where you might want to hide who you really are from those that that you think will, are there to wish you harm, or maybe someone's trying to steal your light or steal something beautiful. But the essence of this card is to say, wear your true colors, okay? And own your uniqueness, okay? Don't be afraid of it. Don't be ashamed of it. You're beautiful just the way that you are. Celebrate that. There's no reason to be afraid of who you are. Um, There's no reason to not have courage. Be courage and believe in yourself, Taurus. Now, if you feel like somebody is trying to wish you harm, then you do what you need to do to protect yourself. But that doesn't mean that you aren't authentic. That doesn't mean that you aren't who you are and that you aren't beautiful in each stage of who you are, right? Right? You can be beautiful, but be strong. You can be beautiful, but be confident. You can be beautiful and, and move forward and take a risk. So while you're doing all those things, while there is an ebb and flow to your life and different things come up, be prepared to be exactly who you are in every situation. This is who you were meant to be. So you're being asked to show the importance of having balance and honoring the duality of your nature, beautiful confident and strong. Okay? All right. And lastly, we move on to Gemini. And Gemini, you have the water dragon, and this is all about balance. So at the core of this, it is saying that for optimum growth and expansion, you're going to need to maintain your balance in extreme situations. And so I will just jump right into the book with this. And it says that as the name suggests, the water dragon, right? While this, while this is a um, normally considered something under the fire sign, um, the water dragon actually relies on the presence of water to survive. And the main reason for this is that the water is their main escape route when they feel like they are under attack from land-dwelling predators. They can swim and walk. They can swim and walk along the bottom of creeks and ponds and stay underwater for over an hour to avoid detection, right? So all of these things come in. They're able to operate in both extremes. They're able to keep their balance and both on land and in water if they feel like they need to, in order to advance themselves, in order to have the advantage, right? And so here it is, um, you know, in Chinese astrology, the water dragon is said to be capable of soaring to the highest heights, but also of diving deep into the depths of the ocean, allowing them to fully experience all of what the world has to offer, okay? And so really the suggestion to you this week, Gemini, is, you know, what this really is teaching you is that it is okay for you to seek one extreme in life or another in order for you to stay balanced, right? You you have to do what you have to do um, in order to keep balance. And so you must counteract Any negativity with its opposite, demonstrating the true embodiment of that yin-yang energy. So if negativity comes to you, you have to push positivity back at it. If something tries to throw you off balance, you have to counter it with its opposite extreme, right? And so that is what you're being encouraged to do. So, um, And sometimes there can be, some like people say, sometimes there can be too much positivity where you're not able to see the truth in something because too much positivity is coming at you. So you're also being asked that when something seems too good, too good, Look for its opposite therein, right? What is it about this situation that you need to kind of look at its polar opposite so that you can stay? Balanced, right? It's all about balanced. When there's too much negativity, imbue positivity. When it seems like something is too good, look at the bottom line of what's really happening, right? So that you're able to keep balance and you're able to protect yourself. This is for your optimum growth and expansion. Now, that is it for all 12 signs. I'm so able, you rave. I am so glad that you were able to join me. Thank you for joining me here at Bright Blackwood to We shed light and grow. Now be sure to click on those links below. There are journals, tips, and tools for the new and curious. Now if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you know what to do. You're going to leave a comment below or you're going to email me at brightblackwood@gmail.com, at gmail.com or you're going to go to brightblackwood.com and you'll either book a reading there. There's also uh, just for fortune tellers you can do a reading for yourself. And if you want a second eye, there is a link to something called a fortune teller's consultation. And so you can book a session there. There are also blogs and videos like how-to videos for those who are new. And uh, yeah, until next time, take care.